I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things feminism, music, and the incredible people doing it. This is a big episode because it's time to kick off only the happiest time of the year. That's the fest. Every year, I think, oh, I couldn't possibly be more excited to do this punk rock family reunion. And then it just seems to hit harder every time. This year is going to be my fifth October trek to Gainesville, and there's so much that draws me in. The music, the food, the people, everything about this weekend gives the best of what I feel life has to offer. So, oh yeah, about my guests. This week I chatted with Sarah's buddy and Sarah, who both organize the fest every year. Both had a lot to say about their planning process from the glossy, gorgeous guidebook to the best line you'll ever stand in for registration. There's so much that goes into planning the fest, but I have to say these folks really give it their all and it shows. So for now, let's dig into some of their favorite tunes and hear the interview with Sarah's buddy and Sarah. talking to you, Sarah's buddy, and Sarah, how are you both doing? Um, good. A little, a little stressed out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I know. I feel like, you know, I wouldn't begin to probably understand the process right now for y'all, but it's, I'm sure October is crunch time for you both. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I moved away about a year ago, so Sarah's more in the thick of it than, than I am, but... <laughs> Yeah, I I go to Tony's house every day and I work full time for him. So it's, you know, it's every day. It's like, hey, here's a million things that we need to remember we have to do. So. Oh, my goodness. And then, <laughs> and then I get to like email everyone who's like not in town and be like, hey, hey, did you do this? And like, hey, did you do that? And so. 
wow. just a lot sometimes. It sounds like it would be. Well, could you both kind of first a little bit for everybody's listening, kind of introduce yourself and what exactly you do in relation to the fest? Sarah. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm Sarah Goodwin. Um, I've been involved with the fest since Fest 9. Um, around Fest 10, I started being what Tony likes to call the band Wrangler. Um, in the, you know, kind of more recent years, Fest got a lot bigger than it had been in the past. So there was like hundreds of bands that play and we needed someone to help coordinate a lot of like production stuff make sure everyone shows up on time knows where to get stuff where to get their checks where to do this where to do that um so i i wanted to be involved and i've been doing that ever since that's awesome yeah yeah i mean you also do the guidebook too yeah (laughs) it's a lot of stuff i forget and then like i update stuff on the website um, our friend Steve makes the site, but then I'll, I end up putting in a lot of stuff um, for like the band pages and the schedule. And then, yeah, the guidebook, <laughs> it's, it's already almost finished. So it's, wow. know, it's a big, a big thing we, we uh, were working on the last few, few weeks was really coming together. So that was fun. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun and interesting work. What about you, Sarah's buddy? Um, so I have been with Fest, I guess officially since Fest 12 is when Sarah actually hired me as an intern. Um, And then after that, like Tony was like, great job, stay on the team. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Um, But I, when I first started, I was, it was pretty basic. I just did, I was in charge of like dealing with all the sponsors and sponsorships. Um, And then I also, uh, jumped onto the social media. So I kind of run like the social media pages. And then every year since then, Tony likes to give me another <laughs> job to do. <laughs> um, but so since then, I've also, I also am in charge of all the hotels and I deal with that. I do the ticketing and all the customer service on the web store. And then I also run registration now. Um, this will be my third year running registration. Uh, and then, you know, just little things peppered here and there. Um, but, but yeah, that's about the the bulk of it. That's awesome. You know, I'm sure you get so many people that come through and that you talk to and interact with, but you actually saved me one year because I was like rushing to get a friend from the airport. And I was like, can you transfer my pass to a friend so I can get into a pre-fest tonight? And you were like on it. I think I got a response within like five minutes. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is a wonderful human for doing this for me. You saved my pre-fest. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much like glued to my computer uh, once fest week happens so I'm constantly just like keeping my emails at bay and so it doesn't get too crazy (laughs) well I can tell you that for me and I'm sure many people who are involved in fest we're definitely really appreciative of like both of you and everything that you put into it um how did you both first hear about fest and what was your first fest like um I guess I'll go first so I um I actually, it's weird because I've, I've been like, I'm from, I'm from Gainesville. Um, I grew up in a little country town about 30 minutes north of here, but um, it wasn't until I guess uh, Fest 8 was my first fest I went to. And I heard about Fest through Harvest of Hope and Harvest of Hope was a music festival that Tony did um, in St. Augustine. uh, And it was like 
um, like camping and festival. It was very cool. They only did it for two years, but um, after, go ahead, sir. Oh, it was just, it was so much fun. I think everyone that actually went to Harvest of Hope, like loved it. Yeah. But, uh, so after the first Harvest of Hope, I was just like, oh yeah, this thing fest exists. And I was like, I'm going to volunteer for it. Um, and so fest day was my first fest. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know, like at that time I wasn't really listening to punk bands. So I didn't really know any of the bands playing. Um, but I showed up and I worked my shift and I met a, like a ton of people and I had so much fun. Uh, but yeah, so that was, that was my first fest. That was exciting getting immersed in it from the get go. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, going, going back my, my memory bank here, um, I moved to Gainesville in 2009 when I was a wide-eyed college freshman. Um, I think is often the case of people <laughs> going to UF. Um, I wanted to be involved in the music business. I was like, this super emo kid um, <laughs> in high school and it was like all I wanted to do um, and I was like obsessed with reinventing Axl Rose um, so all I knew about Gainesville and music was against me and I knew no idea records was there um, so I think my first or second semester in college I was like I'm gonna email them and get an internship and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and uh they, they interviewed me. It was Tony and um, Cam who used to work there. And I didn't know anything. Like, I think they asked me, like, my favorite bands. And I was like, Rise Against and, like, Bayside. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I, like, didn't listen to, like, anything else that No Idea had ever put out besides Against Me at that point. Um, and they were, I don't know what they saw in me. They were like, oh, well, she can do this. Um, and I started interning. They had a, a public, like a PR business at the time. So I did a lot of stuff with that at first. And then Harvest of Hope 2 was happening and kind of helped out in the office for that. And then next thing I knew it was fest and couldn't get away. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Now, it sounds like as soon as you get started working with these people, you're kind of hooked. You want to stay involved. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, so the, the cool. one thing I've loved over the last couple of years, sorry to cut you off. No, you're um, fine. Is that as Fest has gotten bigger, it just means our crew's gotten bigger and we love everyone in our crew. So, um, you know, they're all our best friends and there are a lot of people to hang, you know, great people to hang out with. And, you know, it's outside of Fest, like we're all like hanging out all the time. Uh, so it just, you know, makes it so much more fun just piggybacking is just like a lot of these people we only see each other at fest um and it's just like you know that one time of year where we're all best friends and we all hang out and we all spend time together and then you know we go our separate ways and we still keep in contact but it's like you know for you know for most people at fest they come and they come see their friends and they have a good time and they see all their favorite bands and you know for us working like we don't see as many bands as we'd like to but we also get to hang out with just like all the best people yeah, it sounds like you make some really special connections with people. I mean, here we are talking from different ends of the country and being able to kind of share these cool, exciting feelings about Fest. That's just so special. And I'm sure, especially for your team, with all the work that you put in, you kind of bond through all of that, I'm sure, as well. Yeah, definitely. 
What's the planning process like? Can you kind of walk me through maybe the insider look of everything that you put into Fest? Um, uh, yes, I guess, like vaguely. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tony goes into super booking mode in like the winter, like so after Fest and after we've cooled off a little bit and after like bookkeeping stuff is done, um, I guess like January, February, he really starts to book a lot of bands. And then he kind of, I think he, he builds the schedule from there. Our whole world is kind of revolves around like Google apps. So the Google spreadsheet becomes like all of our best friends. Um, and, and then you know, the, the art gets made sometime around a little after that. And then that once we have a theme, Steve can build the website. And feel free to chime in, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, we usually launch the website around April. Um, and then we try to do, like, the first, you know, round, like, first round of, like, bands announced. And then, you know, we save some bands for a different announcement. And then about usually, I think this year in May, we launched, like, the web store and ticketing. And then so everyone, like, gets their hotels and tickets and... And then the summer is basically just like, you know, securing everything and just the yeah. slow process until it's October and then you're freaking out and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so it, really is, it really is like a year round process. Um, you might not think of it that way. You like think, oh, it's only one weekend or one week, but, but you know, we, it's really something that is worked on year round, almost without a real break, which is yeah. crazy to think. <laughs> Well, that kind of work shows because, I mean, I, I have to say Fest is probably one of the best festival experiences I've ever had. Everybody who I interact with there is always incredible. And then just the kind of details that you put into everything from, like, the guidebook to the experience at registration and all of it just feels good. And I think maybe that comes from your year-round efforts in it. I, that's got to be it or there's there's something special there that you're all putting into this because – I, I joke around. I'm like, I think I probably mentioned the fest in every other episode of this podcast and the other <laughs> podcasts I do. I'm just like, I don't know. It's like my life now. And that's just what I experienced for a weekend for you. It's year round. It sounds like. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. that's just so cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seeing people like excited all the time and like, even like you were saying before with like Sarah, a pass and how like appreciative people are and how how like much it makes their day like that makes it worth it to keep doing this every year I love that that's something that kind of is projected throughout the entire experience you know that that good feeling of interacting with people and being able to continue that throughout the event um you know everybody's always talking about the parts that they're most excited about for the fest but what is it that you get excited about mm. I'm excited when registration is over because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's definitely like the biggest uh, weekend of job that I have pretty much is just making sure that everyone gets their passes and everyone's able to get to the shows. Um, so like usually like Friday after registration closes and we get set up and we send the volunteers home, I kind of just like take a breath and I'm like, all right, cool. Well, what am I going to go watch tonight? And then you know, try to go catch some bands the rest of the night. Yeah, um, I have I have a lot of fun at Prefest. Um, 
like fest light so it's yeah <laughs> it's a lot of fun <laughs> it's a, a lot less stress things go you know thing registration shorter the i don't know every you know it's it's a lot of fun um tony also over the last number i guess ever since we started doing it we've rented an airbnb and having and a lot of the crew stay there and having like the first like i love seeing people come in from out of town um like when they walk through the door at this airbnb and you're like oh my gosh sean i haven't seen you like you live in rhode island like this is amazing or you know just like having that that slow trickle of like friends <laughs> coming into town um that's something i always love looking forward to um yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> i definitely agree with that i forgot that is very fun when everyone <laughs> comes to the house and we're just like the next person is here I know, I'm sure we like wake the neighbors or whoever's around there. Yeah, um, but I for I forgot last year we had a really fun time at Prefest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was me. Um, <laughs> getting a little <laughs> getting a little, a little too a little too happy drunk and forgetting where I was and it was great. <laughs> It's so cool to hear that you're having the same experiences that like the attendees do because everybody I talk to and even for myself it's like you know we get that excitement of being able to reconnect with our friends from like all over the country the fest kind of has that special way of like you know you're you're seeing your friend from California that you haven't seen in like a year or your friend from Belgium that you haven't seen in a year or two it's it's so nice to hear that everybody gets that same like excitement on the crew side as well where it's like everybody's connecting it's a family reunion again yeah yeah, totally. It's cool how it's like that punk rock family reunion. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it, it, it feels so good to know that, like, you know, that's that that's contagious all the way up to the people who even put the event together. And I think that's, I don't know if that's your personalities coming through or your bonds coming through, but it's like, that's something that I feel like trickles down to everybody. That's, that's a very special thing to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not, there's not that many other things that <laughs> I don't know make me this excited <laughs> um I don't know I don't know like I mean like as far as like you said like people coming together like I mean like some some weddings I've been to I get ex- you know you you get that connection with people um but you know those don't happen <laughs> necessarily every year um I mean it's yeah it's the punk rock holiday it's you know I don't I'm trying to think of other things where people I don't get to see often show up and that's that's yeah it's kind of it (laughs) well what's your favorite like fest memory that you've had over the years or maybe like something that stands out to you that was like a really great experience through fest Uh, (laughs) I should have been more prepared for this question I should have (laughs) I should have assumed this would have been (laughs) (laughs) oh man let me let me let me think for a moment. <laughs> I don't know. I think when the first year we used Bo Diddley Plaza was Fest 13. And so that was like just a really big deal for everyone on staff because we're like, all right, we're fencing in this giant outdoor sta- like stage that like we've never used before. Like, let's see how it goes. And, you know, we had a whole team like running it and like doing security and like just making sure everything worked out. And, um, so that was the year we had Descendants play. And I just remember like, you know, that was, I think it was Saturday night. And I, you know, I finally got to, I was late to the show, but I got there and then I like stood on the side of the stage and just 
not even watching the band, just watched the crowd and just being able to see it was like 4,000 plus people all watching and singing along to the Descendants. I was just like, whoa, that was like a moment where I was just like, we fucking did this. Like, this is like, this happened. Like, this is happening right now. Like it was, it was a really, really cool experience just to like see that and be like, hell yeah. Like we fucking pulled it off. Like it's, it was awesome. It sounds so satisfying too, you know, and that you put in all that work. You're seeing a legendary punk band playing in this square in Gainesville. Yeah. And you get to see the reactions and also see the band. That's gotta be just an incredible feeling. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I remember seeing like drone shots, like video footage from from Bo Diddley, and it just puts everything in perspective. I mean, it's not a big Gainesville's not a big place. <laughs> Um, and so, so for, you know, big things to happen there, it's, you know, it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah. You're, you're uh, it's such a big event and Gainesville sometimes seems so unsuspecting for something like that. And then here you have these like massive group of people who all share this love of like music and good food and friendship and stuff, just congregating in Gainesville. It's so special to have mm-hmm. that be like the center of it all. And then you see, that happens in the end when you're standing back at the stage I'm sure is like everybody's just enjoying all the work that you put in super cool yeah definitely very fulfilling and awesome to experience (laughs) well you know with that being said what's maybe like the best part and maybe the most challenging part of working behind the scenes at the fest Um, best part is, I think, yeah, I mean, we've, we've hit this nail on the head a few times. Um, but like weekend of, I think just actually seeing like the fruits of all your labor, um, year round actually like come to fruition. Um, that's probably the best feeling. Um, I don't know. Most, most jobs you, you go in and you do it and you leave and you know, that's, that's your job and you don't always, uh, it's, it's different when you're working towards something all year and it's, and it's big and it happens and it goes by way too quickly. But the, <laughs> um, one of the best parts I'd say is just like seeing it happen. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as challenging things, um, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I don't know. It's just so, so I don't know, it feels so big, but then, you know, it's like so big, but then not so big because it's only a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of moving parts. Um, I know I have the mix of people that have been in bands that have played for like 10 years in a row that think they know everything <laughs> and don't need yeah. to talk to me. And then I have the mix of like new bands that don't know anything and trying to find that balance when I'm reaching out to people. Like, how do I communicate effectively with both groups of people um for me that's one of the challenging things yeah it sounds like exciting (laughs) as a band wrangler you're also trying to also be it sounds like a band whisperer you have to understand how different bands may approach or need information and like how they how they are it sounds like there's a lot of personalities going on so yeah, and having never, like, played in a band, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> They'll ask me, like, crazy backline or, like, gear questions, and then I'm just like, I'm going to pass this along to the next person. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. It's more of a communicating job than anything else. So 
it works. <laughs> Still sounds like fun though to talk to all these people. Oh, totally. I'm sure you've learned so much over the years too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a lot of fun. What's the best part for you, Sarasvati? Um, I mean, definitely like seeing it all put together for sure. Like I also, I guess I forgot to mention this. I also run the flea market at registration. So nice. I book all the vendors. Um, so like seeing, uh, like last year, um, at the circus tent, when we, uh, had to do registration in a giant tent in the parking lot, that was like the worst three weeks of my life because I was like, what are we going to do about registration? And then the holiday ends like, we'll rent a tent. And I'm like, what? Um, but it, it turned out great. It turned out 10 times better than expected. But anyway, um, like seeing just like registration, like complete as a whole is like really nice because it's like, you know, just all the vendors, all the people online, everyone having fun and hanging out. Um, but also like just what Sarah said is just like seeing it all put together as a whole on the weekend and just like, you know, being able to walk around, you know, like we have, you know, almost like 500 volunteers that actually make fest happen without that, like fest wouldn't really happen. Like whatever we do, like fest weekend couldn't happen with all our volunteers. Um, and, you know, most of them don't know who we are. So being able to kind of like walk around and go to the venues and just like see everyone working really hard is like really cool to see too. It's just like, they are, as passionate about this as we are and we're really lucky that we have like so many people in town that you know take the time to volunteer and you know hang out um yeah that's a complete thought (laughs) um I guess challenging wise kind of what Sarah said like communication is a big thing for me as well and you know I, you know, like I said, I work with the flea market vendors. I work with the hotels. I work with every single person who buys a fest pass. Um, so it's definitely just like dealing with a lot of questions that like people, like it's like when people email me a question and I'm just like, you could find that answer on the website. Like I was just like, (laughs) all right. And I'm like, hi, like here's the link to the website. It should answer your question. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just, you know, communication and just talking to so many different people and like putting this together. It's just like, I have met so many people and have talked to so many people through email or phone or whatever. And it's just, it's just a lot of talking. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you both have a lot of voices that you have to kind of address throughout the whole process. So kudos to you for all the work that you put in and like being able to juggle it all all and so pleasantly too, (laughs) being able to do that. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, I thought of I thought of a good a good memory. <laughs> Please share it. Okay. Um, I think one of the favorite things that I remember like making happen at Fest is when the hotelier played a second show at Lucy's. Mm. I think it was two or three fests ago now. I don't know. The time time goes by too quickly. Um, yeah, they were one of my favorite bands, and I think they were playing during registration registration so neither yeah. me or Sarah could see them and then some band dropped off a show on Sunday and I send out a, a big email everyone like if that happens to everyone and I'm like hey do it does anyone want to like play a second show and and they said they would and I was like so excited and, <laughs> and then I remember standing there like side stage at Lucy's and then when I realized they're just playing the whole record yeah front to back <laughs> wow I was like, this is amazing and it was Lucy's, which is, like, one of my favorite places in the world. And 
surrounded with some of my favorite people, including Sarah. So it was, it was a great moment. That was a good memory for sure. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Being able to see a band that you were kind of like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to get to see them. And then them playing such a really great set too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lucy's is such a great venue. I always love catching bands there and such. It's, always have had really, really good lineups at that spot. So definitely, definitely a favorite. So definitely uh, another question I have for you is like, I feel like everybody is always posting on the internet. They always want tips or must haves to have for like the weekend of fest. Like for me, I always have like a set of earplugs, a fanny pack, maybe some protein bars, but like you're both working and enjoying the event. What are your must haves to have for the entire weekend? Um, say a bottle of ibuprofen (laughs) and some vitamin c's uh like the emergencies that's what those are um i remember one year um i would like have a beer and then i'd have an emergency and then i'd have like in between beers i would have like (laughs) a vitamin c drink (laughs) so that i could like keep partying longer um those are pretty crucial to me you didn't pour the emergency into the beer? No, I think that's, that's like, next level. That's, that's like, a best <laughs> cocktail at that point. <laughs> There's some, like, hydration in between, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try, I'll try, I'll, uh, I'll mix some emergency into some, some champagne that's here and see how that goes. Oh, nice. That's a good idea. <laughs> it's like a mimosa with emergency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I definitely always have um, an extra charger for my phone, like, you know, the little battery packs. Um, Just because, like, I think it was Fest 14, I had an older iPhone that decided to die when it hit 30%. Oh, my gosh. Um, And so that Fest 14 was the first year I ran registration. And, um, you know, it went really well. And I was, like, really excited. And... um, I was like texting my friends. I'm like, I'm on my way to Bo Diddley to see the Menzingers. And then my phone died and then I couldn't get a hold of anyone. And I was like by myself. And I was just like, well, you know, I'm just going to enjoy the rest of the night. And it was fine. But at the same time, like you wish, you know, I was like, oh, I was texting so many people. I was going to meet them at this show. And then I, I didn't because my phone died. <laughs> oh no. So that's a mess. If you want to be able to find your friends, make sure you yeah. have your battery pack. Yeah, definitely. Well, those are, those are all really great tips for sure. Cause all essentials, I, I know I'm always trying to dodge like best flu and stuff. So the emergency is usually at the very least on Sunday, I have to like, pump yeah. <laughs> yeah. so like which bands are you looking the most forward to seeing out of this year's lineup? I'm really, I know, I think we're all really excited for super chunk. Um, I remember when I started interning for no idea was when, uh, Super Chunk played like down at the skate park of Tampa and I remember Tony and Cam asking me if I wanted to go but since I had never like heard of them or knew anything I said I wouldn't go and it's like one of the it's not one of the biggest regrets of my life because that would be like way too dramatic <laughs> but it definitely is something I think of sometimes I'm like man I wish I had just said yes so then I could have seen them uh, um, but now now I love them so now I'm so <laughs> excited that they're coming yeah that was an exciting one to have announced this year I know tons of folks are going nuts at the idea of seeing super chunk this year yeah I'm really excited for against me yes <laughs> um, big fan uh 
Also, um, very excited about the Chris Gethard show, even though it's yeah. not a band, but it's big fans of Chris Gethard. So it's going to be cool for him to come down with his crew and, you know, do his uh, thing or whatever, the show. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be perfect, I feel like, because like his show is now so like involved with like bringing DIY bands on and stuff. So I feel like it's just going to mm-hmm. fit nicely with everything that the fest does. Yeah, definitely. That'll be really cool. Um, is there like a person or a band or even idea that kind of motivates you to work in music and music festivals? Like a specific band? Yeah, anybody that kind of like, you know, got you motivated to be involved in music and, you know, keep doing things like the fest. Uh, I think, well, <laughs> I got into it, like, like I said at the beginning, um, I was, like, really into, like, Alkaline Trio <laughs> in high school, and then, like, Against Me, and, and you know, that was just stuff I, I liked, and I, I felt like I was different. <laughs> you know, I think it's a pretty common thing um, in high school, um, so I was like, oh, music, like, they get me, like, they get my angst. <laughs> so that's kind of what started it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, what keeps me around, I think, uh, Tony... Um, for sure. I mean, not enough can be said. Um, he has this very outgoing personality that, um, and I, I, that just, he's not afraid of things. (laughs) I I guess this is the sound so much. Um, no, like he, he takes on challenges and gets people excited about it. And, um, like when we had Bo Diddley one year and then the next year we had to go to Lots 10, um, he wasn't like, oh man, we're just not going to have a big venue. He was like, oh no, we're going to make this work. And like, he has this very, like, I don't know, good, like, I don't know, positive, a lot of PMA comes with Tony. Um, so that definitely like kept, keeps me around. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I started, uh, hanging out with like my friends when I started college in Gainesville, my friends were in ska bands and they're like, Oh, come to my show. And I was just like, Oh, okay. And that's like when I started going to shows and I was just like, Oh, this is fun. And I was like, I want to like help my friends like be in their bands. Cause I was like, not a person to be in a band, but I was like, I still want to help. Um, so that's how I kind of started. And then um, I actually went to school for music business. So I'm kind of like, Oh, I'm working in my field. Um, but I mean, pretty much what Sarah said, like working, for fest too is just like I don't ever see me not doing it unless fest is over um forever but uh it's just something like every year like it's it's just going back to that you know once it's fest weekend and you see it done and you see all your hard work put together it's just like hell yeah like this is like it's just like it just feels good like there's no reason like to stop doing it well, so cool. And I love that those are both of your reasons to kind of keep doing this. It's just, it's that special of an experience, I feel like, from the inside and the out, it sounds like. Are there any things that you want to do maybe that at the fest that you haven't done before? I know you said you do have a lot of hats that you're both wearing and stuff, but any anything cool you want to try to do or experience? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're all, this year we, uh, I mean, it wasn't me, but it was Tony who did, we're doing podcasts this year. Uh, 
So there's going to be four podcasts being taped in front of a live audience, which is, I think is a really cool thing that we're doing. Um, so it's going to be Chris Gethard is going to do his podcast. Um, we have two wrestling podcasts that are going to be there. And then um, the lady to lady, and it's a couple com- uh, female comedians from LA that have their podcasts as well. So I think that's a really cool thing that Tony um, brought up. Uh, I don't know about new things. I mean, I know some years we've brought movies and stuff this year. We don't have any movies. Um, but, uh, but I think that's always a fun thing to give some people like something else kind of to do. Um, yeah. yeah. I always liked the whole like balance of like, what is it? Sunday's usually the, the comedy showcase over at Rockies and stuff. So it's like, you get not just music, mm-hmm. but you get that, you get the wrestling, it sounds like there's always something cool and different to explore every year and stuff. And I loved the ideas for the podcast. So I was just like, that's going to be fun. I want to definitely check out at least like a couple of those. Cause it's, it's always cool to see like a live podcast recording and stuff. And for it to be mm-hmm. like in this setting is going to probably be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see how those will go. Yeah. Since I've moved out, out to LA, I've, I've been to a few. It's kind of like, oh, there's all these podcast tapings, and then I go, and it's fun. So it's only going to be more fun at Fest when I'm, like, around all my friends. <laughs> exactly. That's all I can think is, like, oh, this is going to be even better. So that's that's really cool, and I'm definitely looking forward to these new things this year. Um, with that being said, why do you think everyone should be at the Fest this year? Hmm. Because it's fun. I mean, who wouldn't want to hang out with all their friends and go see a bunch of awesome bands? And then there's comedy, there's wrestling, there's podcasts. There's just like hanging out. There's the pineapple party on Saturday. Always Um, fun. You don't, I don't know, you, you, you can look at any showcase and I'm like, these are so many bands I want to see. Like I... I don't know <laughs> where well are so you gonna like get everyone conveniently in one place mm-hmm. um, so it's like oh this is perfect and then all your friends and then um everyone should go to Florida because of Publix <laughs> that's the reason why still, I haven't left I'm still in I'm Florida still, for Publix <laughs> still, I, I I until I I'll never get over I'll never get over it never get over it <laughs> so when you come to town you're going like straight um, to Publix aren't you <laughs> yeah pretty much when I went when I went back in July I I like went to Publix every day like no no lie <laughs> <laughs> um also I hope Lucy still does the five dollar double wells mm. um that's also hey. something I miss <laughs> um, yeah so we're also gonna get all your friends and bands and good times and relatively low prices. (laughs) (laughs) I think also everyone should come to Fest because of the mystery band sets because they're all really awesome this year. Oh, that's going to be exciting. I think a lot of people don't realize everyone's like mystery band sets. They always think it's a new band, but that is completely false. That's never happened. Mystery band sets are always bands that are already playing Fest but they're probably playing bigger venues and now they're playing smaller venues and yeah, That's always they'll be fun. announced. Yeah. They'll be announced uh, 24 hours before they're set. So just keep an eye out on your social media for that. But that's probably the best reason to come. <laughs> it's true. You can go, you can line up and 
you know, get into like a very intimate show that otherwise would not have been at such a small venue. I mean, uh, I've got my fingers crossed for being able to see bands like super chunking against me on small stages and stuff during like a Mr. Band set. Um, but who knows? I mean, the Menzingers have done it. Iron Cheek have done it. So it's always cool whenever it's like, oh yeah, the Mr. Band set, you get to see who's going to play a smaller stage and have like the same sort of experience of like seeing a band, like their early shows. It's that vibe of like the mm-hmm. early DIY stuff, but it's for like a headliner. It's always so cool. Well, well, that's pretty much it for my questions about the fest, but where can everybody keep up with you on social media and keep up with the fest and get um, even more excited? <laughs> uh, com is the website on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the fest FL. Uh, follow us for stuff. The app is coming out this week, I believe is what Steve told me. Ooh. So, um, be ready for that because the app is like the best thing to have during fest weekend. It uh, saves my life for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and other than that, just keep up with us and, you know, get your tickets to fest because it's, it's, it's almost here. <laughs> yeah, you can still get your tickets online. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and everybody has got to make sure they check out that awesome lineup for the fest and come say hey and give high fives for a whole weekend a week if you're going to Tampa too. Yeah. Heck yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for all of your hard work and effort to shape one of the most memorable weekends we'll have 
for the entire year. That's it for this week, and next time you'll hear from me. I'll be coming down from that fest energy and good times. If you're heading to the fest, keep an eye out and say hello. I'll be around to see all of the bands that have been guests on the pod. Speaking of which, there's a playlist on Spotify called Angry Girl Music Goes to Fest 16, and it's out there as a sort of festival comp of everyone who has been on the podcast and are playing this year. So go listen. It's a great way to get hyped for the weekend. And another positive way to get hyped, grab some sweet merch. The Pabsmeers will have some merch from the annual Festraiser, so if you missed out on the pre-orders, this is your chance to still grab a sweet tea, tank, tote bag, koozie, or make a donation. All profits are going directly to Mama's Club of Gainesville, a nonprofit focused on providing the arts and political action a space in the city. If you can't make it to the fest or just want to follow along with my adventures, follow me on Instagram at angrygirlmusic or on my personal account at soytorizotaco. I'll have plenty of videos and pictures from some of the sets I'll be at. Twitter and Facebook are also cool to follow. Just search at Angry Girl Music. That's a wrap on this episode, but until next time, stay angry and stay fessy!